Hello and welcome to T-Set Pass, my weekly Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast where we talk all things Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, today we have Rhymestyle coming on, he's an amazing YouTuber, does a lot of Dragon Ball content, a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh! classic content on Master Duel. He's a lovely fella and I had a lovely conversation, so hopefully you enjoy today's talk. He will also be playing T-Set Pass. We had a break from that mini-game last week because Emma was a magic player. I didn't think it was very fair to make her guess Yu-Gi-Oh! cards, so uh, hopefully you'll enjoy a triple decker. He'll be guessing three sets of T-Set Pass cards this week. Uh, in other news, I recently did a charity live stream on Monday with Mistress Doom, uh, doing a Prices Right style Yu-Gi-Oh uh, quiz to raise money for Cancer Cancer Research UK. So I will link the VOD in the description below. So if you go and check that out, it was a lot of fun and I had a lot of, uh, you know, a really good time raising some money for charity. It's a cause that means quite a lot to me because my brother passed away from cancer. Um, I really appreciate everybody who's listening this week. If you could leave in the comments below your guesses for each hint on the T-Set Pass before we reveal the answers, I would love to see what you think. Uh, no cheating. Tell me about how you got involved in the card game world as a whole and specifically Yu-Gi-Oh, but I'm interested in Beyond as well. Oh my god, are we talking <laughs> about the, the the origin story? The origin story was this guy right here. Oh, you know, when you that's... when you were a kid, when you were a kid, this was this is all people talked about in school. And I remember I had just moved here from Europe and I didn't really know much about anime or Pokemon, none of that stuff. But everyone's talking about Pokemon, Pokemon this, Pokemon that. And I remember it was fourth grade. I remember I was like, I was like the kid who was just like, nah, I'm not gonna get into that. I, I don't I don't care. And I remember I my friend, he was like the rich kid in the class. He goes, Oh, just take my copy. I have I have two, because he had both blue and red. He, he let me borrow red, and I did the unthinkable of erasing the save data because I didn't know that you couldn't do that. No. And I started my own file. Which he didn't end up letting me keep the game because I <laughs> deleted the save file, but it's fine because he had Pokemon Blue anyways. Yeah. And I started playing Red, and next thing I know, I am also into Pokemon cards. So that was like my introduction to cards as a kid. But it's kind of like one of those things that was like, that came and went. Like, it was cool to be into Pokemon as a kid. You know, I never actually got a Charizard as a kid. I was one of one. Uh, but it wasn't until a little bit later, with the introduction of here we are, these... I don't know how I got into it. I think I just watched the anime. Yeah. And I thought it was like the coolest thing in the world. Uh, and at this point, I was, because of my Pokemon wave, I was not getting cards. <laughs> I was not getting any more cards. My parents were always like, nah, it's a waste of money. We're not doing that. But I still somehow managed to get like a starter deck. And I did what every kid did. You know, you grab the deck, you build a pile of cards, you duel your friends. And unlike Pokemon, I played Yu-Gi-Oh! heavily as a kid. I was going to um, say, again, did you just collect Pokemon or did you play Pokemon? Because I, as a kid, I had Pokemon cards, but I think I maybe played like two games in my entire childhood. Yeah. <laughs> the only time I ever played Pokemon as a kid was uh, Pokemon, the TCG Game Boy game. And I thought the game was cool, but nobody was playing Pokemon. No. This, we were all playing in our neighborhood. <laughs> I was going to say, what do you have any like really memorable childhood like playground Yu-Gi-Oh memories that come to mind absolutely i don't know if you guys have these but here in the states every neighborhood has this like green power box thing and that was like the meeting ground you know you you, you get back from school you meet in the middle of the neighborhood around the green power box and you just duel <laughs> and we would just do that for hours every single day for as long as i lived there is this like dueling on like a park bench type deal, or is this like actually on Basically, the grass? Yeah. Dueling? Okay. And anybody, anybody that, that watches this and grew up in the US, you'll know which green thing I'm talking about. But it was always like, we'll meet at the green thing. And then we would just duel. We, we obviously also. <laughs> it's funny. Pokemon, my Pokemon, uh, Yu Gi Oh! is like so. was so simple back then that us as 10 year olds were picking this game up like it was nothing. Very, very easy. You can never do that today. No. 
Imagine you give a, a, a structure deck that just came out to a, a child. They're going to be like, what do I do with this? But, yeah, but back then, you also, we had a couple of questionable rules. Like, you know, playing MSC to negate a spell. We, we all did that kind of mistake. Yeah. But it was still fun. It was still fun. And we also had our own rules. You know, uh, once the original God cards came out for the Game Boy Worldwide Edition, I remember we started playing those. And they had no effects written, but we still used them. So I would say my favorite memory by far is probably... The god cards but i still have those two god cards your original it's ones the, as a kid yeah it's the only two cards that survived my purge when i got older like i got rid of all my cards but i was like i can't get rid of these uh and Which, i remember i eventually I, I got them graded and they came back like one came back at six so it came back at seven it was obelisk and slifer i was gonna say nobody like people i guess do you like raw it's like raw's k but like slifer and obelisk is where it was at because like that red I, and that blue but I don't know about Ryan. I've always, I always like control style gameplay and decks, you know. And what Slifer did is Slifer allowed you to control by having it on the field. Your opponent can't really like normal summon. They have to like set everything and play around that. And I found that way more fun than just summoning Obelisk or even Wing Dragon Raw and attacking like once to win. Like Raw was more of a you summon, you just win, and the game's over type of deal. Yeah. Um. And same thing with Obelisk. Obelisk was similar situation. You summon Obelisk, you punch twice, it's game over. But Slifer has always been my favorite. I remember one of my most memorable losses as a child. I think it was my dad. I think he was just playing with like the Dino Structure deck. And little, yep. little kid me, he wanted to play with all the Sacred Beasts and all the God Cards. Um, <laughs> and I had I had Uriah, Lord of Searing Flame on the field already. And I summoned uh -huh. Ra. And I reduced my life points down to 100 for the Ra um, attack boost. And I attacked mm. with Uriah first at his face down defense monster. And his face down defense monster was Oxygedon. Which is when oh, no. destroyed by a pyro-type monster, it yeah. uh, deals 500 to both players. So I lost <laughs> because of raw cost. And that's what I, that's burned into my brain, that uh, Oxy get on into Uriah burn. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's another reason why I never really like raw. Even yeah. though they had no effects written on the cards, we kind of just made about it as we went. I never liked the idea of like, well, I'm just going to put all my life points into this card. And then next thing you know, your opponent flips um, Hino Tamasol or uh, what do I call it? Sparks or something, and or then magic you just lose. cylinder or anything, cylinder anything that yeah. can burn. We had one kid in our neighborhood that had magic cylinder, and I hated dueling because, like, none of us played uh, Mirror Force because, again, we played what we had. But there was one kid who pulled, I remember, magic cylinder, and he won so many duels in our shower because of that card. Yeah, like it's interesting because obviously you see meta players now, and they're not wrong, like saying something like Magic Cylinder is a bad card. But for a bad card, Magic Cylinder wins a hell of a lot of games. <laughs> like, Magic Cylinder was great. Yeah, I, know, back I then. love Magic Cylinder. I think oh. that's one of the reasons why I love old Yu-Gi-Oh more than anything. I mean, there's obviously a nostalgic factor of me growing up with it, but like every card has its use for specific situations. You know, like like. We all played those meta cards. We all had like, I mean, right now you probably put like Snatch Steel, Premature Burrows, like that into your goat deck. But like, those cards, all, like, every spell or trap could have a specific use in certain situations, even though they were bad cards. I think that's what I like about old Yuga so much more. Yeah. I, yeah, you're not, yeah, 100% right. I love slower but annoying cards like Spirit Reaper. Yeah. Um, Marshmallow. <laughs> I love those. Spirit cards. Reaper, I think, has always been one of my favorites. Yeah. I wonder at one point people were testing a Reaper format, but I feel like that's kind of fallen out of style now. I don't really remember what the rules were. I know Edison's pretty big now. Goat's obviously always been pretty beloved. I actually just got into Edison, and I got my deck literally right here. I, I got this like two days ago. What did you pick up for Edison? 
Uh, Deep Sea Diva. Diva. Diva Heroes. Diva Heroes. Ah, yeah. That's amazing. There's your Reaper. There's your Reaper. You gotta play Reaper. And Caius, the Shadow Monarch, it's, go with him. It's. This is this is a, a very, very fun format for me. Because um, what I like about Edison is. I have one problem with Edison. I feel like I it's missing iconic decks and cards. It's weird as it sounds. Like, yeah. For example, like there's no chaos decks. I, and I always love playing chaos decks. And by the time Edison came out, all the chaos cards are basically banned. Like yeah. BLS and stuff like that. I was gonna say BLS isn't no... in Edison at all, is he? Yeah, no. no that, I think that card came back way later. Um, what I don't like about Edison is. It's missing like the the blue eyes and stuff like that, but I also know it's kind of based off of the later series anyways, and it's got the heroes, so it's kind of more connected to GX. I feel like if I grew up under the GX era, I would like Edison a bit more, but with the combination of me growing up with dual monsters and GOAT, I'm always going to be a bit more on Team GOAT over anything else. But I will say I appreciate Edison because it's like, it's GOAT, but faster. You know, you have stuff like the synchros you can use and things like that. And I do see the hype in it, and I actually have a lot of fun dueling, dueling with that format. I agree in terms of it's less iconic than GOAT, but I think mm -hmm. that is where I enjoy it more. Because GOAT, there are like the stand, like the, the coolest, best decks in GOAT, which everybody mm -hmm. wants to play. Like Everybody wants to play the Chaos stuff because it is the stuff. Where at least in Edison, there's quite a few decks you can play. You can play Diva Hero, you can play all sorts of junk. I, like I've seen Gemini Spark Turbo, I've seen loads of different things oh. in Edison. I agree, and I have a bit of a disagreement with that. Mm -hmm. The only thing that I don't like about Edison, and this is not like a fault of Edison, but it, it, it's the synchro decks are all basically the same. Oh yeah, synchro. Like, it's 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 the same like ten cards and with the combination of a couple other ones. That's not a bad thing. It's still you know fun, and this is like like an argument I always like to have with you know older versus modern Yu-Gi-Oh debates. It's like. People always say, well, you know, older Yu-Gi-Oh was broken too. You know, you never been Yaw locked before. You never been you know. Dueling against Chaos decks left and right. The difference is you can duel a Chaos deck with a Chaos deck or a Chaos deck with whatever deck you're playing and you still get to play. That's the key here. Yeah. In modern day Yu-Gi-Oh! sometimes you lose a coin toss with a dice roll, you don't get to play. Yeah. <laughs> it's game over. Like, I where's the fun in that? A, yeah, no, you're 100% right. Even if, and maybe it is just an illusion of being able to play, you know what I mean? Like, you, you've lost the duel, but you lose the duel on turn five rather than on turn one. But, like, you yeah. at least get to feel like you're playing the game. And you get to put some yeah. cards in your spell traps. You get to put some cards in your monster zone. You actually get exactly. to do something and get some value mm -hmm. out of the game that you bothered to buy the deck for. I don't think I've ever uh, lost in GOAT or older Yu-Gi-Oh! And I felt angry about it. Like, like for example, I was playing last night with one of my friends. And out of, like, six duels, I think I won one. But never did I feel like, this. I hate this game. I played Master Duel yesterday for a video. And I think I recorded it for an hour and a half. And then I, I was trying to try the new Obelisk, uh, Breaking the Ruin card, which just came out. Yeah. And I was just trying to do, I was doing casual duels too, by the way. So I was trying to build like a, a, a um, Obelisk deck that works with the spell really, really well. And I think I lost, I want to say 90% of the duels because it's Obelisk. You know? yeah. And then casual, people are still playing cash share and stuff like that. And I'm just like, every single time I lost, it was just like, this is just not fun. And I get it. I'm playing Obelisk. I should be losing to begin with. But like, there, there's like a, a level of feeling that you get where just like, I'm just not enjoying this right now. Great. My important open with Maxi, Call by, and Ash. Congrats. I guess I won't do anything. <laughs> but like, so you, right. lose to, you lose to the better decks in, in, in Edison and Goat. It's like, I'm still playing. It's like, like, maybe I can draw it out. Maybe I can do something to stall out. In, in modern day Yu-Gi-Oh, a lot of times, I guess the powerful decks 
It's decided on a coin flip, and I I'm not a big fan of that. I think I think they should just ban every busted card. I said it. Ban every busted card and start over. And I know that there's gonna be some players that are like, well, I'm not done. I'm, I'm leaving. Goodbye. Because <laughs> guess what? For every person that leaves, ten more will come back to the game, and the game will be better down the line. Like I get playing broken stuff is like enjoyable and can be fun. But like you gotta look at the over great like the overarching scheme of everything. It's like if if everything is too broken and keeps getting more broken down the line, at some point the entire infrastructure is gonna collapse. Yeah, and they clearly know that's a problem too. That's what they did. That's why they like uh, took Pendulum behind the shed and shot it in the back of the head when they made links. You know, they've they've seen when they've gone too far. Sometimes they just need to keep doing it. They need to keep. Yeah. Like I I remember when they made they brought links out and obviously destroyed Fusion, Xyz, Synchro, and um, Pendulum at the time because you, you uh. now had to play things into the link arrows rather than being able to summon load. Yes, it was horrible, but boy, I did have a couple of, a few months where it was like, we had to figure out what worked. And that was fun for a change. You know what I mean? Like right now, I feel like a new deck comes out and we know if it's good, we know if it's like terrible or not. There was like that period where they just killed everything. And we were like, well, yeah. what, what's even a good deck right now? And that was fun. For me, I don't know if it was fun for anybody else. I remember the day they announced Links, I bought um, Cyber Angel and Herald of Perfection, and I built that because I was like, "Well, if yeah. I'm if they're going to take away the extra deck, I'm going all in on Rituals," um, and that was just a really fun change because I didn't want to play uh, Links. Yeah, yeah. I think they should murder more cards, and I see people talk about there's too much on the ban list, and people spend all day being like, "Yeah, it could come off." Like um, I don't know, like stuff like. Um, you know, uh, you know, Master Duel players are like, yeah, Maxi could come off. I'm like, well, it could come off, but would it make it better? <laughs> like, it could come off, and then we'd all play it, and it would just be the same as this. It was the same as Master Duel. I'm not against it, particularly, but, like, I can't pretend that I don't care if it comes back. Like, it, yeah. leave it off if you want. <laughs> I think they should just hit, like, the main problem cards that are always an issue. Like, Dimension Shifter needs to go. It's yeah. busted. 100%. Uh, you know, you, you got your standard Floodgates as well. They gotta go. Now, I know some floodgates aren't necessary because of how broken the game is. I get that. But then there's certain cards that are just like, there's no interaction at all. It's like, if you open up with this one card, the duel's over. It's like, <laughs> yeah. congrats. You played uh, D Fisher. Now I can't play at all. I guess I'll scoop side and then come back and duel two and duel three. Um, I think I should just hit all the annoying cards. Because, like, this is the way I see it. Is we should never be in a situation where one or two decks are significantly stronger than anything else. Yeah. And... That's one thing I like about Edison. It's like Edison, I feel like everything is, feels so balanced, except for frogs. We hate frogs. But like in general, everything feels a bit more balanced. And even with Older and Goat Yu-Gi-Oh, despite chaos being everywhere, there was still a big balance of what you can play in that format as well. Mm. Like obviously you always have the, the best deck, the best decks, but like everything still felt on the same playing field. But now it's like tier limits came out, tier limits I I, I think ruined the game. And this, the tier players are going to always be like, well, tier is the best thing we ever had in Yu-Gi-Oh! No, no, it's not. <laughs> like, you, you enjoy playing tier because of how broken it was, not because of, of how fun it is. You're enjoying it because it's broken. And something else I also like about modern Yu-Gi-Oh! is when it no longer becomes your turn. It's like, a game amongst two players means one player plays, then the next player plays. But, like, what I'm seeing a lot more with, with uh, modern Yu-Gi-Oh! is... You play and then you play again. Now that's not to confuse it with. Does that mean you shouldn't be playing spells and traps when you play opponent's turns? No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying here. What I'm saying is, is you end your turn after setting up your board, and then it becomes your opponent's turn, and you're still playing your turns to set up the board. You know stuff like Godi, 
stuff like Tierleman, stuff stuff like that. I don't like that. Flu? Hmm. All those that like that shouldn't be a thing. <laughs> you should have a main like phase three. You don't get your main phase until their main phase. You know what I mean? Like Flu's like, yeah, I'm good now. I'm gonna Rabina. Um, I've I've played been playing tier recently since I didn't want to play it when it was full power because you know it just felt horrible. But like I picked it up recently just as like a fun like because I love Lightsworn and I I've never not loved Lightsworn. I love Milbur, and I was just you are 100 percent right. Um, I had a game, uh, locals last um against a Dark World player. And he discarded some of my own tier elements from my hand with his Dark Horse plays. Our turn one took 20 minutes. Um, yeah, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> that's insane. It wasn't even that, that's a turn really insane. That's turn one on his turn. I managed to build a three fusion board and we played for 20 minutes in his turn one before I even <laughs> drew for my turn one. It Like, that shouldn't happen. I don't think that's. I also, I also love the players who pretend like the long turns don't exist. Because, like, I always make fun of, like, here we go. Uh, opponent won the coin toss. Now they're gonna play for 20 minutes and then build a 20 million negate board that I can't do anything about. There's always so many of my comments. It was like, "What? What 20 minute turns? They don't exist." I'm like, "I don't know what game you're playing, but that they exist. They're not literally 20 minutes, but they are long and they feel very long. Mm. But long turns do exist, and I also don't like that. That's another reason why. Uh, another reason why I like the older formats because mm. like a turn will consist of set one pass, like and then you're done. But this whole podcast is called T set pass because of yeah. how iconic the T set pass was. <laughs> it's Big, yeah. That's fun. It's funny. T set pass used to be the standard of Yu-Gi-Oh, and now a T set yeah. pass means God, you must break your hand, mate. Where's like, yeah. if you're T set passing, you are losing. <laughs> this it, it's funny though. Like when you look at it, like how this is turning into like a whole modern versus old uh, podcast, like out of nowhere. Um, if you ask anybody to grow up with the game, a lot of people will be like, "Well, first of all, they'll be like, Yu-Gi-Oh still exists?" Question mark. No, <laughs> I can't even imagine what Yu-Gi-Oh looks like today. Correct. It's 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 a game, mm. and then you actually look into. You're like, what happened to my game? What did mm. they do? <laughs> look, I understand growth needs to happen, and stuff needs to evolve to be better. And I I still think Yu-Gi-Oh Modern is fun. Mm. It just has issues. Like any other game out there has issues, and once you can figure out how to fix these issues, you can really you know go down the road of making the game really really good. And I feel like if Yu-Gi-Oh never evolved, it probably wouldn't be as fun today. Like if we're still playing, you know, GOAT format in 2023, it probably wouldn't be fun. Some will enjoy it, but like you need to have that that new gimmick that makes you want to explore different ways to gameplay. So that's why I think adding like stuff like links, like seeds and synchros was 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 the right move. Except for pendulums, we hate pendulums, but everything else is fine. It was, it's the right move. Yeah. So the question now I have is like, what's next? What are they going to do tomorrow that is going to change the game and still keep it? in check People, but the problem is is, is yeah. they, they're still printing problem cards and with every problem card printed today 10 years down the line might be even worse that's why stuff like skill drain and all the main um floodgates exist from 20 years ago yeah but yeah i've got a little game for you to play and i've set up okay. a couple because i don't know how i i know that you've got you're you're interesting you're hard to predict because you've played modern you've played a lot of master Duel. I know in your heart you love the, the classics and the classics and the goat uh. and the DM. So I wasn't sure how to go. So I've made a couple of different sets. So I've set up a couple of T set passes. So I've got okay. something face down in the monster zone, something face down in the spell trap zone. Now okay. you're going to get three yes no questions to narrow it down if you'd like. Okay. And you'll get a point for every correct guess. T set pass on T set pass. It can be for anything from the whole of Yu-Gi-Oh history. And your clue that I gave you is the first one is a magical combination. A magical combination. Is it related to Dark Magician? Yes. 
It is related to Dark Magician. Is the monster an effect monster? Yes. Does the spell trap negate? It yes, it negates something. Okay, so there's like two options I can I can think of right now. Magician's combination of Dark Magician Girl. I can confirm that you did get the Dark Magician Girl. She was your face down monster. Chosen specially for you, because I know how much you love her. <laughs> but that's not my spell trap. So you can guess the spell trap again. It negates something. Magician's Navigation. It's not Magician's Navigation. It is ah! a specific <laughs> Dark Magician. Like I said, it's not inherently linked. However, it is a Yugi classic. It is the Magic Cylinder. Magic because Cylinder! Okay. An attack. Um, I've got another one cooked up for you. Now this is... Ready for you to guess. The hint is no draw for you. No draw for me. What makes me not draw? Oh! Is it a... Is it related to Sacred Phoenix in any way? No. Okay, so it's not Wing Blast. Does the car bounce to the top of my deck? No. Okay, so it's just a straight up uh, no drawing. Does the monster have to attack to have no draw? Yes. The monster is Yadagarasu. The monster is the little bird himself straight off the ban list, Yadagarasu. Recently free from the ban list. Still not seen any play since. I always thought it was a yeah. bird, but it's a fiend. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Um, spell trapped again. And uh, again, these are not related to each other, but they're they fit the theme, but they are not inherently. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. For example, I'll tell you what last week's was. Last week's hint was bouncy, bouncy, and it was compulsory yeah, evacuation it was, and mole. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I, I immediately went to hand hand for that one. Um, I was hoping you would. <laughs> so Yadagarasu is one. What's a card that makes? Oh, 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 um. It's, it's, it's the trap card. Um, what is that card? Uh, time seal. Yes, time seal. <laughs> you got it. Amazing work. No, that was fun. I wasn't sure. I've got a modernish one here, and this okay. might be too complicated. I don't know if this is too complicated for anyone, but these are entirely interchangeable floodgates. Interchangeable floodgates. Yes. Okay. Now this might be too fiddly, and I'm not sure if this anyone will get this one. So I'll see if I've overcooked it. <laughs> Does dispel a trap uh, banish? Uh, no. And it's in the spell and trap zone, but it might not be a spell or trap. It just has to be legal to be put in the spell and trap zone. <laughs> oh, I know what it is. Ah. <laughs> uh, people cheated with these cards. They, tr they, they try to cheat with these cards originally. I don't know much about them. Oh, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. These, these are legal. So this isn't a cheat. This isn't an infernity okay, okay, okay. fiend in the spell trap to get it out of your hand. I'm going to go ahead and guess for the spell trap. It's um, uh, the, the Scythe Lock card. What was it called? Uh, Artifact Scythe? Yes, you got the Scythe. Scythe was the card okay. in the spell trap. So interchangeable with the card. 
that isn't in the spell trap. Okay, uh... And you said it's a floodgate. We, we see interchangeable. Do you mean like they're in the same, like, realm? They are not... By by nature, these cards have nothing to do with each other. However, okay. they are interchangeable in this particular okay. board setup. Okay, so I have two questions left? Yes. Is the monster related to Buster Blader? Yes. Buster Welt. Yes! I was sure, because I wanted it to be like you could put them both in the spell trap, or both in the monster zone. That was yep. what I was going for. Well, that was fun. I'm glad that you got it, because I was worried that yep. that one might be a little bit too niche. Um, but there we go. But brilliant. It's a good one. Thank you. I'm, I was pleased with that one. I do love what you guys have been doing with TikTok, you know? Um, yeah. I think it's, like, I, it's really saved the game for me. Like, just as a person, I was getting, not like burned out, but I hadn't been like thinking about it in a fun way for yeah. a long time. It's really kicked in for me. I, I just remember, I, I saw it for the first time. I'm like, this is just the coolest shit in the world. And obviously you'll get the people who are like, what the fuck is this? It's like, that'd be fun. Like, people grow up and just forget how to have fun. It's like you become an adult and you just forget the things that like made your life special. And I enjoy that shit. I, I think it's dope. And I... I fucking love it. <laughs> like, I don't know if you've ever seen me play the Exodia deck on live. I haven't played it for a little bit, but like doing an Exodia on live in front of like 3k people was like in, like it was like one of the highlights of my time yeah. ever playing Yu-Gi-Oh. Like I never thought I'd do it in my life, finish an Exodia because it's not meta. Um, but then when you're playing like a low tier singleton format and you can just shove your deck with like mirror, mirror, for mirror force launcher so I can keep getting back my mirror to keep hiding behind it and like all the yeah. cheese for draws like there's so much fun stuff yeah. that you miss when you only play meta and um, I love meta still like I love playing real Yu-Gi-Oh but like there's so much fun I do too. stuff in I, fun Yu-Gi-Oh that is, I, I, I'm just convinced a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh players just forgot what you know fun was and a lot of people just focus on let me build this 10 negate board and then my turn so my opponent can't play it's like how are you playing this is not Yu-Gi-Oh! this is just a one-player game now yeah it's uh it's it, it is fun setting up the nasty board but it's more fun being able to play with them i, I think and you can do yeah. that with some modern decks and you can't with others like i've been enjoying mm -hmm. vanquish soul um just because of those i want to try that i still want to try that that deck is fun konami hates when People all play the same cards. One of the reasons why they will literally limit cards and ban cards is so people stop doing that. Like, Upstart Goblin is a one because everyone's just running at a three. Because yeah. there's no reason not to do it. Like, <laughs> so I feel like it's kind of also hypocritical that they do that because, like, they will ban or limit a card because they don't want everybody running it, but then they will allow other stuff to just run rampant. It's like, no, that, that card's fine. Like, yeah. this is fine. That's Max not okay, but this is fine. Maxi, 95% as of last week in Master Door, but they don't mind that being used by everybody. And, you know, like, it's. Where's the be consistent? XD is an interesting debate. Yeah, because I I'm in the middle of it. I hate Maxi, but I love Maxi because like the way I see it is is Maxi today is like the snatch deal of goat. It's, yes. it's gonna be in every single deck. There's no reason why you shouldn't play it. Like if someone plays snatch deal and you watch your BLS get taken away, obviously you're gonna be upset. You're like, damn, I lost the game. GGs. But like you're still gonna play it. Hmm. My problem with Maxi though is is I think honestly this is. One of those rare times where I feel like they need to bring the errata back, which I know they don't like doing erratas anymore because it gets too confusing. And and Maxi just needs to get an errata. And they, they, what I would do, I was talking about this in action in a video that I uploaded today. Uh, what I would do with Maxi is you can only play Maxi when you have nothing on the field that That's limits good. it, and once per duel, once per duel. Because at that point, now it's like you. I mean, to, to be fair, you're only going to play it once per duel. I mean, once per duel, anyways. Yeah. What I cannot stand 
is you go first, you'll put on Blast Maxi, and then you go, all right, let me just wait a turn. You do a minimal play, you end your turn. Uh, they do nothing. You go back to you, and then they blast the second one. It's like, yeah, that's impressive. Let me try, that's to, play, <laughs> let me try to play through a second one. But you can't limit it. You because limiting it means that it's even more annoying because you know they've only got one and then they've got the one yeah. of and then so you need to have three but be once per duel and then that way it's fair yeah. because you have to See, worry about it. See, you make it once per duel, that makes the, the next two a brick. I mean, let's be fair. If you draw to Maxi later in the duel anyways, most likely it is a brick anyways. At that point, you don't want to see Maxi, especially after your opponent just popped off. But the other thing I would do, like I said, is is make a once per duel and make it so you can only do it when you have nothing on board. Basically, it needs to be a combo check card like it was to begin with. Yeah. The problem right now is is my opponent will go first. It actually happened in um in in my video today as well. Like I was testing out, like I said, that obelisk deck. My opponent just blasts Maxi. I end my turn. They go. They set up their full board. I'm not dead. I'm fine. You know, they got like it was only like uh four negates, three or four, which I could have played through. And the second their turn ends and they go to me, they blast the second one. I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'm not even going to try because, like, now I'm letting them draw stuff and I have to play through all these negates. I'm, not, I'm good. So mm -hmm. you you change max C's where it's once per duel and make it so you can only play it when there's nothing on, on field. And I think the card is perfectly, perfectly fine. Yeah. It's I, just that I, when I, you have to deal with, with, with a full board on top of max C is such a problem. 100%. 100%. Um, you mentioned negates the there. Obviously, floodgates aren't fun. Do you prefer sort of the builder board negate? Obviously, modern has its benefits and positives, but I know some people hate negate boards, and I don't really mind negate boards because there's actually like a skill there. You have to like bait your opponent, whereas like floodgate boards, it's more like break the floodgate. Which do you find to be healthier in your opinion? I I don't mind breaking boards. I think one of the best parts of modern day Yu-Gi-Oh that old Yu-Gi-Oh does not have is breaking that board. You know, like I had a clip I posted on Twitter a couple weeks ago now where they had they went first i had nothing in my hand and i had to break a board of i think like six negates with a lower tier deck yeah and i did i did that and it felt great hmm. uh i'm not on a team of get rid of negates get rid of hand traps because they're all needed in today's game and i i find it very very fun breaking a board like i mean that's what you guys today is that's very exciting you know you got your combos it's very satisfying pull off and then when you uh, switch turns, it's how do I break this board? And if you succeed, it's a lot of fun. The thing I would do, though, because I get both sides, is modern Yu-Gi-Oh! sometimes is too broken. But there's, there's specific cards where you just can't do anything. For example, Protos. It's brand, it's banned now, but it's still allowed and stuff like Master Duel. A searchable floodgate on top of everything else in the setup. Like, they'll set up the full Sword Soul setup. And they also play Emerges, and they, you know, they grab... Protos, and it's like, cool, guess I will literally do nothing now. <laughs> I, I hate those kind of uh, boards, because it's like, I, I guess it's more on the floodgate side. It's like, you should not be in a situation where you can build a bunch of negates and flood your opponent out. Mm -hmm. I 100% I agree. I think there is something really satisfying about breaking, breaking the negates and baiting mm -hmm. the negates, and I think that's yeah. where you get prove you're good as a player because you can give the top meta deck to any player and they yeah. will do better than somebody using a starter deck but when they're against somebody who actually knows how to play the game they're gonna you need to know when to ash when to imperm when to uh draw like where are the choke points like um yeah what do you need to do and i think that's interesting and i, and I agree that and that's why i prefer i prefer a format where they can make like three negates that you have to deal with rather yeah. than uh, um, that's that's a fine. rise heart pass and where you have no graveyard anymore and they yeah. can yeah. pop something once per <laughs> turn and they yeah, which all, is insane yeah it's mad what 
there's a lot of people on the casual side that absolutely hate Ash Blossom. They think it's like the worst card ever created. They want it banned, and I'm like, no, <laughs> you don't understand. If you take away Ash Blossom, you don't get to play. If you take away Hand Traps, you do not get to play if you go second. Yeah, never. A lot of yeah. people remember they remember going second in old Yu-Gi-Oh and still being able to play. It's like you know the big problem was adding stuff like Hand Traps. Hand Traps were added because Yu-Gi-Oh became a problem with the powers. But it also they're added so you can balance it out, you know, because watching your opponent fully pop off, you don't you literally don't get to do anything. And also the way I see it is despite it it, it sucks when your card gets ashed, if your deck loses to a single ash blossom consistently, that's a problem with your deck. Yeah. And while certain anime cards, obviously like or anime decks, like Blue Eyes, for example, if you ash melody, it's like you will probably lose because you probably already have a brick in your hand, you're not doing anything. That that that's what what Hand traps like Ash Blossom do also is it really makes you think of different ways to build a deck. Because, uh, like, not only do you have to, like, play around hand traps that you know exist and are, like, consistently being played, but also, like, how to bait it out. Like, you're never... If if you're playing your best card that loses to Ash turn one when there's other options, then it's, like, you are the reason why you lost, not because of the Ash Blossom. 100%. And, now, obviously, you might start with, you know, uh, terrible cards in your hand, but, like, the idea is building a deck that lets you... Number one, play through multiple hand traps, and two, just doesn't lose a single one. If you lose a single one, not because you brick, that, that's a problem with deck construction, and you just gotta build a better deck. And I, no, no one likes hearing that. <laughs> I find it fascinating that there's single cards that have changed the way we all play Yu-Gi-Oh. If you think back yeah. to Gores, changing the order we attack with stuff to make sure that we don't attack with the biggest thing first, so the token doesn't get too fat. That changed my yeah. mind as a kid. My, my exactly. <laughs> um, exactly. Yeah, Nibiru. And I feel like yeah. people probably hated Gores back then. They were like, Gores ruined the game. It's like, well, why did you attack with your strongest monster first? Like, you, you just gotta adapt to how the atmosphere and the playstyle of the game is. Otherwise, if you consistently are losing to the same thing and you're not understanding, that's kind of like on the player to and Gauze isn't hard to play around, as long as you remember to play around it, you know what I mean? You just gotta, yeah. like, play it properly. Um, but I can imagine. Imagine Gauze, like, I feel like Gauze maybe have been, like, the, the Fenrir of its day, you know? Big 2,700 beat stick, he comes out for free, yeah. he gets so much free advantage, <laughs> but, like, no. Um, yeah. And I also the mind games that Gauze added, too, because it's like, they have nothing on their field. Why do, do I challenge them? Do I attack? <laughs> yeah. I look, something I, I miss with Yu-Gi-Oh! Nowadays is the mind games because mm. like you know, back then you could just set a a remove spell or remove trap which was obviously nothing and people were like that could be anything that could be mirror force I'm not attacking but nowadays you could have a full back row you're like you know what I don't care I'm attacking because I can negate it I can stop it yeah like it, mind games in Yu-Gi-Oh is was one of the reasons why the game was so fun growing up mm, I agree I love like outthinking an opponent and I'm not saying that I do it very often but I love watching people do it in Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah. Um, I remember hearing about um, I can't remember what level of tournament it was it was a pretty big one a player and his opponent sort of gentlemen's agreed to side out remember Gin Buster that card that, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah 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 he agreed to the game yeah yeah because it made it when you had a ritual monster the opponent's extra deck had no effect or they couldn't summon, I think they couldn't summon from the extra deck I always forget which one Jin does um, but basically he him and his opponent gentlemen agreed to side out the Gin Buster and he sided out the Gin Buster for another Gin Buster that was in his side. <laughs> and he was DQ'd for bad sportsmanship. But as long as he didn't lie about... Because he, he did side it out. He just sided another one, a separate copy, in. I think I don't think that should be a bad that, that sportsmanship. That's funny. That's 400 <laughs> IQ. I think that shouldn't be banned for bad sportsmanship. I think that should be uh, applauded for being an awesome <laughs> comment. <laughs> I mean, that is, that is pretty funny. 
I did a I did a uh, tournament recently where they brought eight people who are either completely new to the game or very, very casual at it, and they pre-built decks for us. And I remember there was one moment where one of the players had a crazy deck, like by far was the strongest deck in the game. And I remember I was losing to it because uh, I had uh, I had a trap deck, so literally I lose to just back of removals. And I remember I I I got a Harpy's Feather Duster, and she had two in the deck. She got a Harpy's Feather Duster me. And I said something else, which was completely nothing. I just had a smirk on my face. And she goes, "I probably shouldn't attack." And I'm like, "What do you want?" I, you know, I got, I got like the the most villainous smirk, and she passed her turn. I'm like, "Ah, <laughs> nothing." Mind games. Mind <laughs> yeah. games are so important for for this game. Yeah, 100. percent I love mind games, and it's something that you don't get on The Sims. You don't get it on like Master Duel because you can't look mm. at your opponent in the eye. And I've only started playing locals like in the last month, just like to try something new. Like I've played competitively online, like I've played meta decks online, but I hadn't played it in physical paper for a very, very long time. So I've started going to locals, and it has been fascinating going back to being able to like bait someone like with like a look. Yep. Um, you know, there's a couple, there's a mix at my locals. There's some people on full power cash, and there's some people who with their Dream Mirror decks that are trying to make Dream Mirror work. Uh, so you get like a good mix and it's just sort of like the bait of like they don't even know what my cards do sometimes like i was against yep. a drytron player and he just didn't know what any of the tier elements did i'm like oh my god this is amazing he didn't know what the ishizu <laughs> cards did and he tried to summon something from his graveyard i'm like oh boy this is gonna be fun <laughs> and like it's been such a long time since you can rely on human error and it's it's so good going from the sims where they help you and that's good for getting players into the game but like being able to misplay i, I <laughs> yeah i hate that master Duel keeps making it easier and easier to not misplay recently they added an update where if you imperm it shows you which column it, like it lights the column up i'm like why would you do that no they also have uh when you activate chaos angel for example when you summon chaos angel with like let's say you only use dark so you only get the dark effect where you can't destroy be destroyed by battle it will light that part up, but the other effect will be grayed out. And I hate that Master Duel holds your hands so much, which I get it, they want more players to learn to play the game and stuff like that, but like I feel like I would love for them to add like a hard mode in the game where stuff just doesn't light up. Like you can activate stuff that you know can activate, but like without the light up effect. Because like um, sometimes opponents don't read. Like I, I was dueling against somebody the other day where I summoned Chaos Angel actually using just dark, so it, he was affected by effects, yeah. but they refused to play an effect on it because they because I guess they didn't, they, they didn't look. And I feel like one of the part. I mean, I guess it's a bit more difficult because now you can you can ask like, "Hey, uh, did you summon that with X, Y, and Z?" So I get why they do it, but at the same time, I feel like it holds your hand too much. And the imperm update was the worst because I've imperm myself before. I'll play imperm and forget that it's there, and I'll play in the same column and I'll lose for it, and that's my mistake. And mm -hmm. I learned not to do it. Yeah. And that's part of the game as well. And I I hate that they keep holding your hand. Yeah, I maybe maybe put that on casual ladder and don't keep it on ranked, or maybe like at plat they take it away. You know what I mean? That's like a they, good idea. Yeah, actually. maybe leave it for like uh, bronze up, and then when you hit plat or diamond or whatever, then take it away. Like, I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah. You should need agree. it at that point. <laughs> I would hope. And, and I swear, sometimes you'll duel somebody master duel, and you know they're just clicking every card lights up because they hope that something happens. Mm. Like, like I was doing someone yesterday, and literally they they hit every card that lit up. And I'm like, there's no reason for you to do this. Why are you doing this? <laughs> Like, stop! <laughs> You're helping me right now! Yeah, no, but even then, I, I feel like I've been very guilty of accidentally just go, oh, I can do something, and then, oh no, I've banished my only card that could be targeted as my own card, so I guess I'm banishing yep. my card now. This is <laughs> this is my fun. Um, but no, I agree. I don't like the imperm. 
I like some bits that they've added. I like that you can see like your total attack for like all your monsters added up now. Yeah, on the that's, side. Cool. Like, that's pretty like little things like that, like levels and stuff um, that you would have to do anyway. But I think mm -hmm. Imperm Column was one that I was a bit, a bit with about because the whole point of that is get good. Like the whole point of that is yeah. don't do your column. Like remember. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, I 100% agree. What would you do? To like, if you could do anything to Master Duel, to like shake it up, you've spent a lot of time in Master Duel. What would you do to save Master Duel, fix it, improve it? Oh, I see. I have, I have merely but one answer. I have merely but one answer. Bring him back. Bring him back. He did nothing wrong. Bring him back. He's been banned uh, since release, hasn't he? In Master Duel, did he ever he, get? He has been banned. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's because of OCG. Um, Terrifying. Well, so this this is my problem with with Masadol and I guess Yu-Gi-Oh in general is they will ban a card solely because it's easy to bring out rather than hit the actual problem card. They'll ban something altogether. Now certain boss cards should be banned. For example, Rongo, which just finally left Masadol. Rongo, if you play Rongo normally, I think it's a fine card. It's not easy to get you know all, all the parts attached to it, but. With time progressing, and as I mentioned earlier, how certain cards become broken down the line, Rongo is a card that's not meant to be played in the future. It just isn't. And you know, you can stuff, you can do stuff like Sales Ban uh, and Numbers Evil, where you summon Rongo for free, and then they never detach his parts. That's insane. That card is just poorly written and should not be playable. However, certain cards, um, I feel like are treated differently. <laughs> yeah. For example, you know, uh, the reason why Dragoon is banned allegedly. Is because of Verte. Verte is an incredibly broken card. You can just literally fusion summon anything that you want for you know 2,000 life points, and you you also get to mill out your deck. The card is insane. So Verte is why Dragoon is banned, but then they let DPE exist. Like mm -hmm. DPE literally came out, was splashed into every single deck, and existed also because of Verte. So it's like, why not just ban Verte? Ban Verte and just bring Dragoon back. You know stuff like that. And I mean, Dragoon is a very, very powerful card. Let's not pretend like it's 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 an easy one to out. But, but at not, the same time, it's not it's a like, game winner. Like it's good. It's really, no, it's, really good. You do not win because you summon Dragoon. You may win yeah. after and, you've summoned Dragoon, but it's not because of it. It's with it. Yeah, my my issue is it's like there, there, there's a lot of other boss cards that exist in the game that were fine. Because I, I don't know if you you didn't play uh, Master when it first came out. I don't know if you did, but they had King Calamity was legal. King, Cal King Calamity right was legal until like. I want to say, I think they banned like four months ago, something like that, or actually been a bit further, but King Calamity was legal for a while. So I'm like, so you can play King Calamity, which you can turbo out, number one, but Dragoon is banned? I feel <laughs> like, I feel like when the Master Duel came out, because I played it for like the first two months, it was maybe. January of last year. January of last year. Jesus, it feels like longer. It feels like we've had it for like two or three now. Um, yeah. But I was just thinking... This has just been, like, Calamities had just been recently-ish banned because of VW being able to just make loads of level 9s and just spam them out over and over and over again in the TCG. And then uh, I just, Master Duel comes out and he's here, and I'm like, why is he back? We only just got rid of him! <laughs> oh, God! Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah um, no, it's like, mad. Uh, that's my problem with Master Duel. It's like, they, they will allow problem cards to exist, and then, you know, other ones are where they draw a line. And the thing about Dragoon that I think is cool is Dragoon can be played in a lot of anime decks. You know, a lot of people just want to play anime decks. Let, let them have something that they can play with. You know, Dark Magician could be so much more viable if they had Dragoon. And, know, it still Eyes, and it still wouldn't be top meta. It would just be yeah, a deck that you could actually play. <laughs> I'm going to say, if they bring back Dragoon tomorrow, it still won't be seen in, in top that much. No. 
Because we've moved kind of past, because it used to be you could play like a more controlly, slower, like heavy deck, and then you would fill it yeah. with Vertes and Red Eyes fusions to sort of make your... He was your boss, but the control element is what you'd be doing most of the game. And people yeah. aren't really playing decks like that anymore. I guess Dino Morphia is kind of the closest to that right now. And even then, Dino yeah. Morphia is still like a like a turbo version of that. Like you go, they go in real quick. Yeah. They get themselves down to like two, 100 life points on turn like two or something now. <laughs> yeah. But to mostly answer your question, what I would do in Macedon if I could change stuff is just add more ballots. And something else that I would love to see is two things, actually. Number one, they can, I know they, they hate it. I know they hate doing this stuff and they're probably never going to do it again. But they could literally use Macedon as a way to test out Erratus. Imagine, you know how they have those monthly events? What if they do like, hey, let's test out Erratus Maxi in this event? It'll be just a normal format, but you can play Maxi with the rules, for example, where you're going to do once per duel and not... Like, you can literally use Master Duel as a testing ground for eroding stuff in, in these events. Um, like, there, there's so much there's so much you can do with this game that I feel like they're not utilizing, and I don't know it's because they're just still so focused on the paper game or, or what, but, like, it's just they're underutilizing Master Duel for what it can be for the game. But the other main thing I would do and this is something that I, I was always told they were going to do in the beginning of before Master Duel came down, came out, is add formats. Like, yeah. no, but not everybody wants to play modern, you know? No. Like, uh, add a GOAT format, add an Edison format, add whatever, you know, popular format exists, and just let people play those. You know, they can have ranked, casual, GOAT, Edison. You know, you know how many people will come back just for GOAT? Everybody who grew up with it, you know how many people will come back for Edison? And people for group with it, or people well. play right now. There would be so and, many streamers playing like go. Like yeah. I feel like it'd be so good. Like, people are anyway, but you can't quite because not all the cards are in. Like that, you can you can you can craft some of the banned cards, but just not every single card is actually in the game. Even the banned yeah. ones. So it's like see that, that's why. And and what else it would do with that is it would it would spiral you down as a player because I came back with Duel Links in 2016. Because I remember Duelings came out. I, I knew Yu-Gi-Oh! had been crazy, and I did not want to get into it. But Duelings came out, I'm like, oh, this is basically, you know, what I grew up with. And I started playing the game. And from there, I kind of just started trickling into the more modern stuff as they start releasing it. And now with Master Duel being out, I'm like fully back in the game. Yeah. The amount of people that would come back for GOAT or Edison and then evolve into modern as well, like the, the growth potential is crazy there. It's just, it's a no-brainer. A couple lines of code, add the mode, and just watch what happens. Thank you for your kind gifts, Lewis, Sean, Ben, John, Zade, Z, Corin, Eric, Wolfie, Joel, Cat, and Chaos. Big appreciation all round.